On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the luxury seniors housing market and why this market just might be the next hottest market in Canada. Stay tuned. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Thanks for listening in to the show once again. Andrew LaFleur here. And we've got a great interview for you today with Bruce Stewart from Traditions Seniors Housing. And it's a very unique opportunity in Ottawa that we'll get into. But some interesting quick facts about the seniors market, the seniors demographic in Canada, which you may not realize. The seniors, the 65 plus segment of the Canadian population is the fastest growing demographic in the country. And something interesting happened 2017 for the first time ever, the number of Canadians who are over the age of 65, that population is greater than the number of people who are under the age of 14. That has never happened before in the last 150 years of Canadian history. So this is a new and dramatic change in the demographics of our country. And it's going to affect, of course, all real estate markets across the country. And so this is where guys like Bruce come in and he's been providing seniors housing for over 30 years. And he's got a very unique opportunity for condo investors right now. Another couple of facts by 2031, nearly a quarter of all Canadians will be over the age of 65. Really makes you think. And uh, over a 20 year period, so the population of seniors from 2011 population to 2033 population, it's estimated that the seniors population will double in that time period from about 5 million people to over 10 million people in just a 20 year period. So massive changes going on that a lot of people are not thinking about or talking about, but that creates huge problems, but also huge opportunities for us as investors. So we have a very unique opportunity in Ottawa that Bruce is going to talk about, and we're going to talk about on this episode. So I don't want to delay any longer, but if you'd like more information about this, Just go ahead and send me an email, andrew at truecondos.com or call me 416-371-2333. And without further delay, here is the interview with Bruce Stewart. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show Bruce Stewart. He's the president of Traditions Seniors Housing. Um, Bruce, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andrew. My pleasure. Great to have you here, Bruce, and looking forward to chatting with you about this really unique opportunity that you have here in Ottawa with the Founders Residences. Uh, Before we get into that specifically, maybe if you could just share a little bit about your story. Always interesting and curious to hear how people um, got started in, uh, in the real estate industry. And you've obviously got many decades of experience now. So how did it all start for you in terms of, um, in terms of real estate? My passion for seniors housing began, um, um, from a position I held following university, I was working on uh, Bay Street, working with uh, construction lenders. Back in those days, it was the, primarily the trust industry, which is dried up now, and it's, it's run by most of the, the just the banks now. Um, but, but I was uh, I worked my way up through a couple of financial institutions, and and. Uh, was doing national lending 
for construction projects and started to learn all about seniors housing uh, from a lender's point of view and saw the saw the future looked at the demographics i might have been a little early this is this is in the 80s at this point um but got a real passion for it and, and went out and started to develop and build my own seniors housing projects um built uh, about a half dozen of them um around uh, central ontario and got my feet wet and uh, um, it was a great experience um, then in, in the 90s, as the recession hit, most of us stepped away from construction and I had other business interests that I focused on. But in the later 90s, came back to seniors housing again and uh, um, started to develop um, the Traditions brand at that point. Uh, the Traditions brand was, was, was unique in the sense that we were, we were developing and building what was considered a, an upscale product from traditional seniors housing product. But it's been a moving target for the last 20 years. Seniors housing, uh, seniors housing needs, seniors needs, seniors housing requirements. It's, it's, uh, it's evolving very quickly uh, based on the, the change in the attitude of the consumer. Um, we, we started building, and I, and, I, and I partnered with a number of the, the large uh, seniors housing, housing providers, including Chartwell, um, Rivera, um, Sienna Living, and uh, uh, ultimately with the Ontario Teachers Pension Fund, I was their their lead developer for their entry into the market, and uh, we did uh, four projects together, from uh, from uh, uh, Barrie to uh, Stony Creek, basically in Brampton, Midland. Um, I stepped away again in fort in fourteen because I, I didn't like the direction that the relationship was going and, and how the, it, it became evident that if you were going to be in seniors housing, you had to be a pretty large player. And it's been taken over pr primarily by the, the funds, um, you know, like, like teachers, for example, is a pension fund and Omer's has their entry into it. And so a lot of the, uh, a lot of the seniors housing providers in, in Canada are all, pension fund and very well funded obviously and have substantial balance sheets um, with the recession of, of uh, 2008 the bank started changing their approach to lending and uh, specifically on seniors housing so there had to be a better way so we created the founders for on a couple of reasons one was to upgrade what seniors housing is what seniors expect what they want and at the same time take the narrative away from seniors housing as it relates to financial institutions and focus more on it being a residential condominium. This created a, a great opportunity for investors to participate in seniors housing. Historically investors that want to invest in seniors housing have to do so through a, a, a fund, a REIT or whatever that, that that may be marketed as, and the returns are, are in, in our opinion, quite nominal. We saw an opportunity to bring the investors in more specifically to, to a named project rather than a pooled fund and, and benefit from the fact that they're entering into um, 
the development phase. They're, they're contracting during the development phase and at the same time re receiving the security of a long-term revenue stream with a pre-negotiated exit strategy if they wish. If they want to just buy a condominium in our building and, and lease it out themselves, they're welcome to do so. But the logic behind our approach, I think, will, will speak for most investors' attitudes in the sense that they want to know how much they're going to make. Uh, they want to understand how long they're in an investment for. And I think we've got a pretty interesting structure for them in the sense that it, it, rather than putting your money in a five-year investment certificate, you can come into our project, earn a substantial rate of return, and know when, when, it comes due, when it comes due and have your funds positioned at that time to go into potentially another one of our projects or something else. Right. Yeah, it's a very unique structure. And, and as you're starting to hint at, and we'll certainly get into that in more detail, just taking a step back and touching on what you're, you're you know, the, the seniors market in general in Canada. Again, most of the people listening to the podcast, probably not too familiar with the seniors housing market. Um, in Canada and specifically in Ontario. Um, so what, what do investors need to know about this market? I mean, most investors listening are, again, probably used to buying, you know, condos and single family home type investments in the GTA area for the most part. But this, uh, so what, what are the sort of two or three things that, you know, investors really need to know and, and why, why is this a good market to get into in general in terms of seniors living? One of the um, key elements in investing in seniors housing is the strength of the demographic. Um, our residents are financially stable, are, are, have wealth. Um, they're living with us because... Sorry, Bruce, you, you got, your voice got a little bit quieter there. I don't know if you changed uh, or stepped away from the mic or anything, but... Um, if yeah, you could, uh, uh, how am I now? That's great. Yep. Okay. Sorry, um, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. The, the, uh, one of the key elements in, in my mind is the strength and quality of my revenue stream. My residents are of wealth. Um, they, um, are with us for primarily one reason. And that is, is that they require some level of supervision or care on a, on a regular basis. They've, they've potentially been at home with home care, but no longer are they comfortable or uh, comfortable spending the evenings and overnights alone. And it gets to the point where the family needs to make a decision about where best for mom or dad to be living. That quality of income is, is so, so stable in, especially in communities such as Ottawa, where you're, where many people have indexed pension revenue, they've got good, well-priced homes that have, that have, uh, that have uh, uh, accrued in price over the, over the, their ownership period. It's a very stable uh, uh, source of income versus buying a condominium and renting it out to a, an unknown individual who may uh, do whatever, whether it's move out, break a lease, damages the property um you know uh, lose their lose job, job. And, yeah and lose their income yeah stop their income and the next thing you know is that you've got a problem 
So you're not you're not kicking out too many delinquent tenants, I'm guessing, in your day. We never actually <laughs> in all my years, I have never. There was one person that that moved out because they couldn't afford to stay, and I talked them into staying, and I reduced their rent because I, I just didn't feel it was right for the family. And I don't tell that to a lot of my clients. So keep that keep that. <laughs> okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So we'll keep that um, us. yeah, the family were going to move their mother back into a, a garage that they'd converted into an apartment. And I said, no, 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 she's staying here. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, you know, in my, in my history and in, in the, in the business, I've done, you know, uh, uh, 13 buildings and, and operated, uh, six of them myself. Um, so I've got a pretty good understanding for, uh, what, what, quality the revenue um is uh, in these developments and, it, right. and it's and it's and it speaks to the comfort level of the and to the comfort level of the investor that they know that these people are mature obviously of some net worth and are there for a purpose and uh i, I think that's uh we don't have them moving up for any other reason that then their health is deteriorated beyond our ability to care for them. Right. When we lose our residents. Right. And just uh, in terms of, you know, demographically the trends uh, you probably know it so well, but I mean, again, can you maybe educate the, the condo investor out there to understand a little bit like, you know, the, the future potential of this market that you are, targeting specifically with seniors living yeah the crazy thing about the stats are they're shocking um the uh seniors population is expanding at a greater rate than any other sector in canada well in north america and actually it's worldwide because we were just talking with some, some people in china there in the last couple of weeks and their problem is greater than ours and it is a problem it's going to be a problem um they uh the the seniors in the next uh 20 years the average age in Canada is uh, um, that that demographic of over sixty five years old doubles in the next twenty years, and and we don't have the infrastructure um, to care for this this exploding population. Uh, the same problem exists in the U.S. Um, even more so because they don't have publicly funded health care, and and they don't have uh, the nursing home component that we do in Canada. But even with the nursing home component in Canada, what's happening now in Canada is our nursing homes are being filled with people with dementia. And then those who have other challenges have no place to go. Or you have to, if you want a bed, uh, you have to go wherever there is a bed available. So if you're living in in, uh, Oshawa, you may end up having to go to Thunder Bay to, to get your housing. And so and these are problems and and we we're focusing on the healthy living aspects of seniors of seniors living in the sense that we want to extend their their lives through proper supervision proper care um and and that will uh, again will speak back that kind of reflects back to the quality of the revenue the other thing is is that um uh, Canadian seniors now are outnumbering children for the first time in history. So it speaks to what we're calling the gray wave. Um, and the gray wave is approaching, um, as I mentioned, the 65 plus. But this, the, you look at the 75 plus and the 85 plus, they're all looking at 
doubling in size over the next 20 years. And we have no way of housing these people. When you think about the number of seniors, um, um, if, yeah, if, the, if that current pattern uh, stays, which there's no reason for it not to, there's a, a need for 131,000 Canadian seniors are going to need housing um, in the next 20, 25 years. That's a lot of, of construction, 131,000. I've been in this business for, you know, on and off over the last 30 years, and I've done 2,000 units. So you start thinking about 131,000. If, if an average building's even a couple hundred, a couple hundred people, you're talking about 6,000 buildings that need to be entered into the market to service what's coming. Wow. It, it's just, it boggles the mind yeah. how deep this market is, but it also, what a problem this is going to be for Canadian seniors and their right. family. Yeah. And, their- and obviously with problem is, uh, you know, flip side of it is an opportunity. Absolutely. And that's, uh, and that's where you come in and that's where the founders residences yeah. come in here. Maybe you could touch on Ottawa specifically. Um, what do investors need to know about the Ottawa market specifically? Um, you know, I've, I've talked a lot about Ottawa on this podcast actually this year, and it's certainly one of my favorite markets looking, you know, looking forward in, in a general sense as a real estate market. But what's, I'm curious, what's your take on Ottawa specifically, um, the real estate market specifically, but, and then getting into the, the seniors market, seniors opportunity in Ottawa specifically. Ottawa is such an exciting market for us. Um, uh, I think it's Money Sense Magazine has, has rated it uh, the number one place to live in Canada for the last two years. So that kind of caught my attention right out of the gate. And I'd been to Ottawa and I always thought, what a pretty city. But then when I started to focus in on seniors and, and I started to realize the depth of the seniors market in Ottawa was fantastic. And again, as I mentioned earlier, the quality of the income in Ottawa was so great. Mm-hmm. So much indexed government pensions, housing prices had, had increased, not, not crazy like some areas around the GTA, but solidly without, mm-hmm. you know, like it was, it was tracking on a, on a straight line. Just right. Plugging Very linear market. You, you don't get the ups and downs uh, like you do in your in Toronto and Vancouver. It's a very linear market. And, and specifically when we looked at Westboro area, Westboro caught my eye because it was, it was uh, an enclave of, of people that had all grown up there and they'd stayed there and they'd aged there. And it's a solid uh, housing market, um, very strong numbers. I think the average house price in Westboro is seven, $750,000. Uh, $750, so you start talking about you know, those people that are selling those homes and have that kind of capital available to them, they have the wherewithal to, and, and they want to live somewhere close to home and they want to live somewhere nice. And, and, and that's, what we're, that's what we're doing. We're creating a product. Unlike the other seniors housing providers, our units are, as you know, through condominiums, are fully self-contained dwelling units with full kitchens, with washer dryers, with full balconies. Um, the vast majority of the units face to the north overlooking the Ottawa River and the Gatineau Hills. Um, we got views from uh, basically the third floor and up because there's nothing out there <laughs> higher than a tree um, uh, unless we spot downtown Westboro where there's, where there's a few you know, condominium high-rises. But it's such a fantastic setting in such a unique 
area of Ottawa, uh, we were very lucky to to uh, to find this site. And talk to us about the building itself. Um, so you you touched on you know the founders and and your experience as a developer. Um, you've touched on the location. What do, what do we need to know about the building itself and the amenities and the services available uh, to the residents? Yeah, the, the, the building, imagine yourself walking into a luxury hotel um, and you're, you look across um, at a living wall and a 12-foot ceiling and a, a concierge desk that greets you. She walks to you and greets you and basically will guide you through your visit or connect you with your relative within the building. It's, a, it's, a, it's an ambiance that we've created that is what we refer to as the wow factor. And um, the building offers a full array of typical seniors housing uh, amenities, but we also offer an indoor pool um, we have um, uh, so many uh, unique areas. We offer um, arts and crafts area. There's a potting area. There's heck. There's even a pet spa in the parking garage. So you know, uh, it's it's got all sorts of all the things you would expect in a retirement home. But then it's got all those little extras that you would expect in a quality resort style uh, residence. Right. And in terms of the services available, like it's, how does it sort of differentiate itself from uh, just a regular condo building um, versus it's a, it's a, you know, it's a luxury seniors living. So like in terms of meals and, and, and healthcare and other things, like how does that work for the residents? Yeah. What are residents? We have three levels of basically what we call three levels of care within the building. We've got fully independent living. And uh, uh, then we have what we call independent supportive living, and then we have assisted living. All of the residents will pay a base rent uh, fee to, to their manager. And then on an incremental basis, we will pay for various services that they may wish to um, engage, um, such as you know, meal plans, um, massage, um, um, uh, health care issues that may arise if they need assistance to mobility assistance um it's it's all the the things that you see with the happen within a retirement residence um that we don't want you paying for the other if you're not using them you, you shouldn't be paying for them and, and one of my my hangups with the other seniors housing providers in this industry is that that's what they do is they'll charge you a rate that includes a lot of things that residents don't need. And we want to price ourselves such that is the same as, again, as you're staying in a luxury hotel, you pay your rack rate for your room and then you contract whatever it is that you want to do that day. And it's, it's charged accordingly, but we can reduce the cost of seniors housing by doing that. And it doesn't affect me as a manager because I know that I can charge for my services incrementally that I have a cost base to, and it, and it, it protects both parties. Um, it's about providing a lifestyle to these seniors that is, is unlike uh, what the competition offers 
and it's a smooth transition from their own independent lifestyle, potentially in their own home, into a, a slightly different environment. So let's talk about the specific program that you have, because it's a very unique program. You touched on it earlier. So, you know, what exactly are the key components of what you're offering the investor who's looking at this opportunity and saying, you know, how does this work? What's in it for me? Could you maybe give us the, the sort of quick overview on, you know, how it works? Yeah. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we offer the building for sale to investors who may choose to rent the unit themselves or as an option, they enter into a lease with Tradition Seniors Housing. Tradition Seniors Housing enters into a five-year lease with that investor condo purchaser. And it, within that lease, they can pick two exit strategies. So at the end of that five-year lease, we're going to buy their condominium back from them. So the question is, at what price? We offer a current price that will generate a 16 to 16.5% return to the investor, or we offer a market exit strategy wherein the value of the unit is appraised by uh, an AECI appraiser uh, at the expiration of the lease to establish value, and that's what we would buy the unit back at. So a lot of buyers choose fixed, but a lot of buyers are choosing what we call market. Um, the market will yield what the market will yield. We don't know. Um, but um, a lot of, you know, if you look at a, uh, um, at a potentially a 4% inflation rate and you apply that to the condo value, it means that the returns are, are in the mid to high 20s. So it's pretty substantial, but that's an assumption I don't promote. Um, it's, a, it's a decision that each investor needs to make on their own because uh, we, we don't know. We don't know where values are going to be in seven sure. years. I know where my revenue stream is going to be in seven years because my revenue stream it, within my seniors housing operation is not directly affected by, um, by, by trends uh, of, of housing prices. It's far more stable, you know, as you said, linear kind of uh, uh, track. Predictable. Revenue yeah. track, exactly. Right. The nice thing is that this for the investors, this is a totally passive investment in regard to ownership. The only thing that these purchasers need to do is pay their mortgage and pay their property taxes. We take care of everything else. doesn't matter what it is. It's all handled within the lease. Um, if there's damage, it's, it's our responsibility to repair it. If there's you know, damage and turnover or something like that. Because one of the things we do is when a resident leaves, we go in and we repaint. Like every, every unit gets painted. And, um, you know, so there's a constant upgrading. One of the things that's important they need to understand in the seniors housing business is that we're constantly marketing. doesn't matter once you're full because you, you have turnover. Seniors, right. their health will fail and they need to move out. Well, it means that you're constantly marketing, which means you're constantly showing your best face. And that, whether that's from the walking up the sidewalk, swinging open the front door, walking into the lobby, 
or visiting any of the numerous amenities or touring the suites, they always will look their best. And I can't say that for a lot of other condominium investments. Right, right. So again, just to recap the the, op, the offer as you've outlined, just so to catch everybody up to speed, you're, as the investor, you come in, you can buy one of these condominium units. You have the option, as you say, to take a lease back from Tradition Senior uh, seniors, which is the property management company, they will lease it from you for five years, a fixed five-year term, and they will also purchase the unit back from you at the end of the five years. And as you said, you can either take a fixed um, set appreciation rate, which is probably lower than the historical norms, but will still give you a very healthy return um, if you're looking for that security, or you can take the market appreciation rate, whatever it may be at the time, which as you said, we have no idea what it, what it might be, but looking at historical norms, you have a pretty good idea of where it's likely going to be. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it, it is a, we've seen other programs from, from investment opportunities with rental guarantees uh, of two and sometimes three years. This one obviously is offering five years, which is very unique. And this one is, is also offering this buyback um, at the end of the five years as well. So like you said, you have your exit strategy clearly, um, clearly marked out right from the get-go. Yeah, um, I think that's, you know, I look at this project in, in, in its entirety and I say, what are the exciting points about this? This is one. The, the investment opportunity is, is such an exciting feature. Um, the second is the unique uh, design and fact that seniors can now live in fully self-contained condominiums rather than being shelved in 300 and 400 square foot closets without kitchens, you know, with a microwave and a sink. Um, I just, like I, my, my, my care about this comes from not just being in the industry for all these years, but what, what, watching my own parents through aging. And you know what? The reason why this industry is changing is because of guys like us who are raising the, the standard for all, other, all others to perform to. And I think that's one of the things I, I really believe strongly in is that we want to create living environments for these residents that you and I will live in and would be happy living in. And that, that to me is so important. That's great. So some of the, some of the questions I just want to sort of put on my, uh, my skeptical investor hat, if you'll bear with me and just, you know, obviously a lot of people listening sound, you know, it almost sounds too good to be true. Um, Bruce, so maybe you could just touch on some of these questions that, um, people are, are certainly thinking about, which is one of them is just simply the rents. You're guaranteeing rents for five years with the property management program. If people choose that, um, and the rents are looking very strong. They're, they're actually projecting very good positive cash flows, um, which is getting harder and harder to find, of course, in Toronto, positive cash flow investments. So how realistic are these rents? Will you actually be able to pay investors these rents for these five years? Our, our rents that we have performed within our own operations are actually set at below current market uh, analyses. Um, seniors housing is, is, uh, is, hold on just a minute. Um, seniors housing is, is an expensive um, 
uh, venture for for uh, for uh, local residents, especially in in Ottawa and any any of the big cities. Um, we have you know engaged consultants and and performed studies uh, to ensure that there is solid demand in our market because we understand it's our responsibility to fill the building. It's our responsibility to keep the building full. Now we've spoke, already spoken about demographics and demand. We know we have those in our corner. So now what is the next question? Is your product good? Our product's the best. It's not just good. Um, so how long is it going to take me to fill the building? My, my guess is it'll probably take us a year to fill the building. But that's, that again is an exciting fill rate for seniors housing. A lot of, a lot, of, uh, a lot of performances of some of the buildings that aren't being built in the right markets are, are longer than that. Uh, so the investor needs to understand that we have done our job to get comfortable with our guarantee back to them as to the amount of the rent and, uh, and as to the strength of that market. And we are, again, very excited that Ottawa, especially, especially Westboro, yields all those key elements in, in making us comfortable with what we're agreeing to pay in rent to the investor. So what happens if the unit is empty? What if you can't find a tenant for my unit if I buy a unit from you? Will you still pay me? Yes. It doesn't matter whether your unit's occupied or not. As I said, the, the lease up time for the building is, is one year, which means 50% of the building is going to be empty during the first year of operation. We budget for that. We set aside funds from, from the, the cop condominium sales to make sure that there is sufficient finance, financing available to, to, for us to meet that rent-up guarantee. So what am I responsible for exactly? You touched on it. Um, you know, as the investor, what do I pay every month? And then what, what do I get back? Or what, you know, what, where does, who's responsible for what? Um, you're going to pay expenses. You're going to pay your mortgage and you're going to pay your property taxes. What about utilities, uh, maintenance fees, um, repairs? We cover it all. Everything you can imagine, even if there was the unlikely event of an assessment, which would be unlikely in a new building, but who knows. Um, we cover everything that is out of pocket on the operation of the building. Property taxes, heat, light, water, um, maintenance, ins insurance. Um, and as you mentioned, utilities. Yeah. What if there's damages or, or things that need to be repaired to unit, uh, appliances that break down? We carry a warranty on all the appliances or all have extended warranties beyond the term of the lease. We're talking all new quality uh, appliances, uh, stainless steel appliances in all the units. Um, if there is damage, we have a regular maintenance program, and as I said earlier, when there's turnover of a suite, suite units are, are thoroughly cleaned and repainted. Um, and me, me as the investor, I'm not paying for any of that. You pay for nothing. It's all part of our costs of, of delivering our product to our clients, the seniors. Wow. Now, the project is scheduled to uh, start construction, I believe, uh, pretty soon, and it's going to be completed in approximately two years from now. Is that right? Yes, we're, we're hoping to uh, get to demolition on the property. We're, we're going to be doing a second release of units in the spring because we have an additional building that we're going to add to the, to the plan, and it's a 27-unit 
freestanding independent living building at the back of our property. Um, we're going to be relaunch or launching that with uh, with a, with a spring relaunch of our product. Um, and I hope when we're relaunching that in April, we'll have hoarding up and we'll be uh, demolishing. Because we want to be, so once the frost is out of the ground, we, we want to uh, be in the ground. So Ottawa, depending on the winter, Ottawa does get rather cold. So yep. <laughs> sure. we, I would imagine that we may not get into the ground until May, but it'll all depend on what kind of winter we have. Mm-hmm. So if we start in May, we'll finish uh, May of 2019. We'll finish by the end of 2020. Give us three months to get the condominium registered. Um, and uh, then we will close with all our buyers in the spring of 2021. Now, one of the issues with condos in Toronto, obviously, you know, you're buying in 50, 60 story buildings often here. Um, there can be significant delays. What, uh, what would happen in this case if there are delays here? I know you have some, you're offering investors something unique with regards to, um, you know, their deposits and the time till, till it's built. Yes. Um, there's, there's always that, that element of the unknown when you're developing and building. And, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, offerings that we've made to all of our, our purchasers to this point is to pay them interest on their deposit funds. And the interest rate on deposits funds is greater than that of what they would get on deposit at their bank. Um, on one year, on one year certificates, um, um, potentially I think maybe even on two year. I haven't looked recently, but um, you know, I, I you can't predict what happens in this world as to delays. You know, certainly we we I think we've extended our outside closing date to the end of 2021 in the event that there are delays. However, I've done 13 of these in the past, and I have always been on time. And I've always been on budget. So, I, and with our partnership with Thomas Fuller Construction in Ottawa, that's our builder. I feel confident with uh, with their history, 148 years in Ottawa, um, their history. They are um, the reason why we will finish on time and we will finish on budget. Well, that's a great track record. Certainly. Good to know. And obviously, you know, it, it is, uh, you're not dealing with a 50 story building. You're not, dealing with uh, five underground levels or anything like that? No, it's not a difficult building to right. erect. Um, it's not a six-year build here. <laughs> no, no, no. no I'm, we're not going at Young and Bloor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so ultimately, uh, Bruce, like you've, you touched on a lot of points of the, of the project, unique aspects to it. Um, but ultimately, like, how would you sum it up in terms of, again, speaking to that GTA condo investor, specifically who is buying t- condos typically in Toronto, but they're hearing about this opportunity. They, they're intrigued by it, but they're asking themselves on ultimately the question of why should I invest here in the founder's residence in Ottawa, as opposed to what I'm used to doing, investing in a condo in Toronto. What would you say to that? I think my first comment would be back, back to them would be to look at the opportunities going forward in in uh, what I would call a mid-market community versus the GTA. I, 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 and there's, there's schools of thought on this, but has Toronto actually maxed itself out um, with, with the, the price per square foot? Is there really 
um, that type of return available to invest in a, in a Toronto condominium. Whereas now I can look at going into an Ottawa market, which again I call as a mid-market um, opportunity, and know that I'm going to make X, guaranteed X. And whereas I can't say that to anything else, um, I think you know having positive cash flow is such a huge advantage over anything I could do in, in Toronto. Um, and, and just the comfort that the, the passive nature of this investment can offer an investor is you're basically putting your money on deposit and, and getting a super return. Now, you can play the market if you want. Again, wouldn't be my choice, but a lot of people are choosing it. You know, we, we've had huge success in our, in our sales efforts to this point. And, uh, um, but, you know, I, I, like I'm from Toronto, my friends are from Toronto. When we talk about this, everyone gets really excited because Ottawa is such an exciting city that's got so much going for it that, um, as you said about, as I said about Money Sense magazine and, and, Everyone, the articles, we have some on our website posted articles supporting um, investment in Ottawa is, is so great that, you know what, I, I like it. I like the thought of going into Ottawa versus um, the potential issues I might have in the GTA. Great. Um, Bruce, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for your insights. Um, and obviously wish you all the best and looking forward to um, working with you on uh, this project, the Founders Residences. Andrew, I really appreciate you spending, spending the time with me and uh, I'm happy to address any of your concerns or questions going forward uh, with this exciting opportunity. Awesome. Thanks. Great. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.